Welcome back to Robot Attack. My name is Scouterstone5. Uh, today, uh, so we're, we're gonna do a new thing, alright? So, uh, something that I ran out of, uh, of guests and I ran out of people that I, uh, you know, had contracts with um, to, to try to figure out how to interview people. So, um, now from now on, we're gonna uh, stick with one person, uh, Smoking Ace here. 007. How are you, my friend? Not too bad. Just sitting here at the bottom of the barrel, you know, just waiting to be picked back up. But yeah. no, hello, Scatter. How are you doing today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Good. <laughs> Good. No. Yeah. You know, I ran out of people and Smoking Ace, you know, I, I, you know, I just picked Smoking Ace again that we're doing the podcast with. But, uh, hey, you know, I'm happy to fill that void. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. All right. So, <laughs> A lot of harsh words already. All right, so uh, this is kind of a new segue of, like I said, I, I just ran out of people. And uh, the last podcast was with, uh, one of the last podcasts was with Smoking Ace. So, uh, you know, joke's on him that uh, and I did a podcast with him. I had him, you know, signed a contract that, you know, saying that he's not willing to, you know, sue me or... And then he didn't read the fine print that, you know, from then on, he's going to start doing podcasts with me for a bit. So, you know, jokes on you. So, Man, you know, I, I should have read that. that. That was my own fault. I'm a grown adult. I should have figured it out. Yeah, so, um, so this is kind of more centralized to kind of what games me and Smoke and Ace have played this month um, and kind of, like, go into deep detail about, you know, no kidding. The cat's trying to <laughs> trying to in, involve my podcast here, but um, you know, talk about the games of you know what games we played this month and you know the interesting aspects of them. So, um, I figured this is a new way that we could talk about stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, Smoking Ace is stuck with me. So, uh, and real quick, Smoking Ace, uh, in like five words or less, right? What what um, you know, what can you tell? about yourself extra life twitch streamer all right that's four but you know i'll take it <laughs> uh fine fine here here five words or less yeah ohio extra life twitch streamer there yeah, you go five words go. nailed it yeah <laughs> so um i met a uh, smoking ace here at uh, through extra life uh if you don't know what extra life is it's a charity fundraising um raising money for sick and injured kids uh and great charity check it out um me and smoking aces both channels uh through that um so um basically tell tell more about yourself is there like what do you, what else uh, that you you haven't told me in the past that you're willing to get off your chest that <laughs> man that i haven't told you that i'm willing to get off my chest um i'm not a real person oh dang it <laughs> yeah, oh, you, i knew been, it that conspiracy was real you, you've been talking to a soundboard this whole time just i'm just a soundboard for extra life and it just gave you somebody else to you know bounce your ideas off of no um there's really not much that I haven't said before. I'm, I'm feel like I'm pretty simple. I just like to play games, you know, hang out, raise money, uh, just kind of all the basic stuff that you can sort of 
kind of gather from just what we've talked about before and yeah. and things that we've done. There's a whole podcast that I did with Smoke and Ace, more about that, so it's true. check it out. That's no. true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's fantastic, and uh, honestly, like I said, um, that, that uh, you know, if it wasn't for Extra Life, I wouldn't have found, you know, this friendship, and now Smoke and Ace has stuck with me forever. Again, I don't know <laughs> what, who's paying him or whatever. I keep I keep giving him extra life donations, and then he's like, "All right, I guess you know it's worth it." I, I'll keep him around if he keeps funneling money into the charity. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, um, so we'll get started. Uh, so like, what what is so when we talk about the games that we played this month? Uh, I referring to the month before. This is January, but so whatever games we played in December, so. Uh, what what games have you played in December? Uh, I played quite a few, but the kind of biggest hitters, the the ones that took the that I put the most time into were the Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, and Pokemon Sword. Okay. So what out of all three of those, what would you what do you think is like the best in terms Ooh. of Ooh, that's tough. They're, they're all got them. They're all very different games, <laughs> but probably the one that I anticipated the longest and that I had the most build up to would probably be Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, a close second would be The Outer Worlds because I that one I didn't really know too much about, and then when I finally got into it. And I'm not even that far into it in the grand scheme, but it's surprised me in so many ways. It's very familiar, but it's also very different. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like both of them, I feel like they're kind of, in terms of, are, are they kind of related in terms of, like, you're in outer space, like on this planet kind of thing? Cause I, um, I saw, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know too much about Death Stranding. Um, I just, all I know is basically, like, it's like, okay, if you like, um, you know, picking up items in, uh, you know, Red Dead and Redemption, uh, like, each individual can of stuff, then you love Death Stranding. Is that, is that kind of accurate? Um, yeah, it's definitely very different from any game I've played before, and, um, Actually, I go back sort of on what I said, where you said everything's in outer space. Mm -hmm. Um, Technically, you're in outer space, only because you are, in Death Stranding, you are on planet Earth. Uh, It's kind of about reconnecting the Earth, but the Earth is in outer space, so they are related. Um, But yeah, the Outer Worlds is definitely more kind of traveling planet to planet, whereas Death Stranding is more set within the United States. I don't know if it's kind of all of North America, because I haven't beaten the game yet, mm-hmm. but it's definitely the United States. Um, but yeah, it's it's just... One of the things that I like about it so much is it's so different than just about any other game I've played. Um, so that kind of lends into me wanting to play it more. And I, I love the storytelling of Hideo Kojima. So that just... You combine kind of a new innovative 
way of gaming and the storytelling from him, and, I mean, I'm sold. Yeah. Um, so, like, what about Outer Worlds? Is that, is that some... So I know it's from the makers of another game I haven't played. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I should. I, I think I should play Death Stranding for sure, but um, Outer Worlds I'm kind of, I don't know, on the fence about. So, like, I, I know it's... I, I know it's on it's, uh, it's uh, the same makers as Fallout Las Vegas. Is it uh, New Vegas? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So. The, it, it's along the same lines. Um, anybody that's played any of the newer Fallout games, um, i.e., Fallout Three, Fallout Four, um, Fallout New Vegas, it's very much along those same lines. But it does set itself apart and. Uh, it, it's the dialogue in that game has kept me just hooked. The 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 writers and the writing. Any you know, just about any time that you talk to any of the characters, and even some of the just kind of off the cuff characters. Like there's this one vendor that I spent probably five minutes alone before I even got into his buying menu because the conversation was just too good to pass up. I just had to keep going, and I, I couldn't stop talking to him. So it, it definitely draws you in with that familiar feeling of gameplay. Like I said, if you've played any of the, the Fallout, the, the first-person Fallout games, you know, and even some other RPGs and some other just kind of big open worlds, it'll feel very familiar but I, I think it's just the characters and the, the the lives that they have put into those characters and the personalities is what's really hooked me and kept me just wanting to play more and keep going and, and get to more story and get to more talking points, really. I mean, you know, a game that can stop all of the action and make you want to talk to a character and kind of learn more about them, you know, that's something for me that's very enticing because you know yeah there's a lot of games i want to play where you know call of duty multiplayer doesn't have a story usually you're just running around completing objectives or whatever but you know you take kind of that action and that element of it and then you want to you know stop everything and uh and you know just start and talk to someone that's a pretty powerful and impressive goal that you can have or you know situation that you can create when like i said you bring everything almost to a stop because you want to keep talking to that character yeah um i also i'm trying to figure out the game uh so uh, <laughs> I, I said it in your chat and that it's very artsy to the other game i can't think of it like, it has uh, the same art maybe style. a little more. <laughs> As Outer Worlds? Yeah. Like, um, and I, it's, I like puzzle solving. Yeah. Um, my brain is, it in is my having a... Outer Worlds. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm trying to think. Um, it's recent, oh, too. Shoot. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I very much remember you saying it. Now I want to go back to my 
my stream and, <laughs> and run through it to see if I can find it. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue, too. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm sure it comes, but, you know, I just also, I love the art style, how it's very similar to the game I can't think about. And, um, <laughs> and, uh... It's gonna kill me that I cannot it remember is. that. Because I was, like, I'm Googling it, like, as you were talking about it, too. Um, so... Oh, I, I will find it. I will remember. Mm -hmm. Um, man. It was while I was playing Outer Worlds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, and I, I think it's very similar to it, in a way of, um, and, and they just released the second one, too. So I'm also like looking like, anyways. So it's very. Uh, so, so do I do I need to play like Fallout or anything to play all the worlds? Is it any similarity? Um, really, only similarity in in gameplay. Um, really, if you've played a first person game that has some inventory management. And not even, it's not even really that in-depth of inventory management because you can... It, it's really just, oh, you know, do I like this gun better than this gun because I want to have fire damage or I want to have, um, you know, I, I want to have shock damage and all those things will play in and all of those will have different sorts of of um, like impact on different enemies you know an enemy might be weak to shock or an enemy might be weak to fire or something so you've got to look at that but as far as having to play something else I no not really this it's it's a game that you can jump right into and you know, once you get the controls down, which are pretty straightforward, you, I would be surprised if you had really any, any issues with it. Um, because yeah, it, it's, it's own separate thing. Um, Borderlands kinda, 3. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. Borderlands. Or, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Almost startled me a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> but I'm Worth glad you it. found it. Yes, yeah, okay, I, I got you, that makes, yes, yes, which I, I did play a good amount of that too, um, and I played, I actually, I, I finished it up right at the beginning of December, or late in November, so I, I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it into this, to this talk, um, I did play a little bit more of it, because they released the DLC, but... <laughs> Thank you for your graciousness. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I felt like isn't uh, like also um, Borderlands Three like people weren't really happy about it. I heard Is that true. Um. Yes, and <laughs> in I your think opinion, in all in in my opinion, I I really liked it. Okay. I loved it. Um, so I think one of the biggest reasons that a lot of people didn't like it is because. It was more of the same, and what I mean by that is it didn't really do anything super innovative, super new, super, you know, just out there. They didn't, 
you know, take the, the game that they had and flip it on its head or flip it on its side. Um, an example that I can think of, and I only, I've only played the second one of this, but um, I've talked with a couple friends, and um, if you've heard of the Risk of Rain games, mm. the first one I think was like a side-scrolling kind of platformer, whereas the second one is a, you know, over-the-shoulder, third-person kind of action-adventure game. So they, they took kind of, I believe, the same concept. Like I said, I haven't played the first one, but they kind of flipped it on its head. You know, so they'd be like, they got, uh, you know, the sort of example that I can think of would be taking, you know, Borderlands, a first-person shooter, and then making Borderlands 2, and now they've made it a, you know, top-down puzzle game dungeon crawler or something so it, they didn't do anything that extreme and the core game for borderlands 3 is definitely very much similar to borderlands 2 to borderlands 1 so i think a lot of people maybe wanted something a little more out there um but i personally really like the game i mean it's it's one of the few games i'm i'm very bad at starting a game and then something else that I really want to play comes along and I move on to the next game without beating it and I move on to the next game without beating it and I build up this whole big backlog but Borderlands 3 is one of the few games that I played start to finish in a relatively short time because I think that came out I want to say it came out end of September, mid-September something like that mm. and I ended up beating it within you know within just a few months which like i said for me that's especially with a game that's kind of a little bit higher up it uh september 13th you're right it's pretty good okay <laughs> yeah yeah so you know it, it with a game that has that much substance to it and i did i didn't do all of the side quests i didn't do you know, there's so much more in that game, and that's one of the reasons that I have a hard time finishing it. It's like going back to Skyrim, or even Fallout, where there's so much you can do to get lost in that world that, you know, if you stray from that storyline, you can make that game, you, you know, you can play Borderlands for 100 hours and be nowhere near the end of it. You can play some of those bigger games where then, you know, there's other games where you can put, you know, only four hours into it, you've done everything. It can still be a great game, but if you want that, you can put so much, like I had to fight myself going to side quests in Borderlands 3, and because I just wanted to get the story done so I can move on to another game, um, but, but yeah, it's... I, I I know I'm getting lost in a Borderlands tangent here, no, that's fine. but um, <laughs> but yeah, that that was one like you said, you know, in my opinion, really great game. If you've played other Borderlands, I highly recommend it. They throw a lot in there that if you've played the games in the past, you know, you'll appreciate the little things. But it's still a game that you can pick up and you can play, you know, right from number three and still have a good time. I think. Yeah, you're not going to get all the in-jokes, you're not going to get all the little references and stuff, but, you know, you 
you still can have a really good time with that, even if you don't know anything about the Borderlands world or the Borderlands story. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I was just mentioning uh, earlier in the stream, earlier stream today, that I was playing uh, Resident Evil 4, mm -hmm. and I, I never played any of the Resident Evils, and, uh, yeah. and like, you could jump into that game and, and play it. And same thing with Bioshock Infinite. I haven't played Bioshock 1 or 2, and I, I, I played Infinite, and I love... It's not my number one game. I And, you know, Resident Evil wow. 4 is my number two favorite game. So, like... Wow, that, that's <laughs> a big step. I know. That's, that's taken a, a big spot on the list really quick. I know. Well, to be fair... Uh, Resident Evil Four was on was number one for a long time, because like, I I think I just Googled it um, on stream too. I think um, it was released in two thousand five. Uh, uh, it, it was quite a while. Cause yeah, that was originally what on the GameCube, Game Cube, I think. Oh yeah, GameCube and PS two. And... No, yeah, just GameCube. No. I think it was released it on the Switch this year. That's right. Yeah. So, a good, um, at least, what, uh, and then Bioshock Infinite came out in 2013. I know that off the top of my head, because 2013 yeah. was a great year <laughs> for games, because Stanley Parable also got released that year, and, now, and that's also my number three, so. You hate that game. Uh, no, I you, don't. You yeah. despise the Stanley I don't, Parable. I, I don't know don't why. Blame, you know, I had no other you. games he to pick, it. and I picked you know, Stanley Parable's number three. <laughs> I just throw it up there. Yeah. You know, know. just take a name out of a hat. So at least a good, you know, 12, um, you know, 10 years of Resident Evil 4 being number two on my list. And then Bioshock came for that. I'm like, wow. It, it just, some <laughs> for some reason, just soul submerged me in that game. And I, I, I don't think there was a game besides, you know, uh, Resident Evil 4 that just gets so sucked into it and I'm like I'm I'm Leon or I'm I'm Booker and yeah. I'm saving this girl you know <laughs> um, so yeah so the games I played this month um, I, I'm just I kind of mentioned this to you before was uh, just trying to go back to basics really of yes like, lately I've been just playing around with Sniper Elite 4, and just, like, nice. and playing around, like, just to see how far I go without dying. I'm also, like, playing, like, the little side missions where it's, like, um, you have to, um, you know, kill 50 people with a SMG gun, and it's, it's harder yeah. than it, because it's a Sniper Elite, it's supposed to be a Sniper sneak around game. Um, and then I play. I got Planet Zoo, I kind of mentioned that, and then I got sucked into that, but I'm trying to stay away from that, um, <laughs> as I kind of mentioned to you that it's a little bit broken of a game, but, yeah. Yeah, I no. mean, I have it, and it's you in the back. You have a broken game in your life, everyone. Yeah, it's in the background there, um, I'm just, yeah. like, looking at my, the games I played, uh, and, uh, yeah, just going back to the games I, I haven't played in a while, I think. That's my thing is just, and I would really like to play, you know, um, some uh, Divinity, Original Sin again. I'll just go oh, back to it. I keep saying that to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
you know, they're all they're all great. Um, that's that's basically my life right now. Rimworld, I've been playing yeah. back again. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the the most surprising thing that that blew me away was I think this is a little bit in November too, but um, was Parkitect or sorry, um, Prison Architect. Um, there, it's just okay. Yeah, I I played it recently and I just was blown away with the updates <laughs> that they had with it. I don't know what it was, but uh, you know. Well, Just it's the... always fun when there's a game that you really enjoy, and then for whatever reason you get pulled away from it, whether it's you just got bored of it, or another game came along, or something like that, but then you go back to it, and even if they haven't done any updates, you know, you just re- remember that, that sort of, in a sense, magic you felt about it, and what drew you into it, yeah. but it's even better when you can come back, and yeah, there's more game to play. There's, you know, a stronger game to play. There's more items at your disposal or something. That's always more exciting. Yeah, I, I just, like, right when I started it, uh, I texted my friend who um, who also, like, t- told me to get the game. And I was like, mm-hmm. you need to go back to Prison Architect because, my God, they <laughs> did so much. And why haven't I been... Like, that's what I love about, like, indie games. Like, I was telling this on stream, too, that... What, like, what's the last time a AAA game, like, you know, that 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 updated their game... Like, when's the last time a AAA game updated their game? Like, I can't even yeah. name any. You know, you could just think about, like, uh, you know, the Alder, Alder Worlds that we were talking about. Like, do you, do you think they're ever going to, like, update it to, you know, hey, we added this new map that you could download for free. No, they're going to DLC... The crap out of yep. that. <laughs> yep. But we're gonna give you more story behind a paywall. Yes, but whereas Prison Architect or you know Don't Starve Together, both of which you know they just give free updates. Yes, they had a DLC with um, Prison Architect, but um, you know some of those free updates and it just changed so much. It's just so fantastic. Um, you know uh, that's. That's what I love about indie games, like, like Don't Starve, especially, and and Prison Architect, and I just I don't know what it is. just did they just do so much in that game to update it to to make to change make changes in it that you're you're wanting to play it again and then you keep supporting them. Um, well, yeah, and and with that, you know, if they can draw you back in with that good free update and get you back playing their game, that might put it into your mind a little bit more, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to buy that DLC. I'm going to buy that extra, you know, skin or that item or something like that because, you know what, I want to keep supporting them to so that they keep doing these updates and things like that. You know, the bigger companies, and in the grand scheme of things, there's, there's pros and cons to everything, but with some of the bigger companies, you know, they can give you a game, and they know you're going to buy it, and they know you'll they'll, you'll buy their DLC because they're big enough. Right. But some of those smaller developers, they've got to not only bring you in in the beginning, which can be harder if they don't have a name for themselves, but they've got to keep you around. And oh, like yeah. you said, you know, they do offer DLC to it, 
but they also give you a lot of other incentives that hopefully you'll go, you know what, that DLC is worth it, as opposed to, I want to keep playing this game, the only way I can get more out of this game is I have to buy this DLC, mm-hmm. versus I can buy this DLC and enhance my gameplay, or, or new move on to something else, and play it in a slightly different way. Yeah, and that's, that's why, like, for the developers of Don't Starve Clay, um... Great company. They, I keep saying this, and I keep tweeting it out, and you, you guys probably get annoyed by it. But they, <laughs> they can legit do no wrong because they, they just have all these freaking great games. Like they're all of them are fantastic. Crypt of the Neck, Neko Janster. Um, I don't know the Invisible Ink. Uh, I don't know these other ones, but Oxygen <laughs> not included, which also another game that's always been updated and it's it's just it just never ends i just keep seeing videos upon videos of like new updates on excuse me oxygen not included and don't starve and just like man these guys just don't take a break and you know (laughs) it's just like you know it's that's what i love about and then yeah that you know if you're just saying that that if if it wasn't for those the, the you know clay you know, producing that game and making it so successful, I wouldn't have found out about, I wouldn't have been probably as interested in Oxygen Not Included if it, if I knew that, you know, the game company, like, I, I bought Don't Starve before it was technically released. I bought Prison Architect before it was released. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I knew that if, I was like, man, that's what I keep telling people. If you could throw money at this game right now, within beta or alpha, you know it's gonna be fantastic. Um, you know yeah. when it's released. Um, anyways, we got a lot of sidetracked there. I apologize. Ah, you know it's bound <laughs> to happen. Hey, uh, get us talking about games. We're gonna talk about the games we're passionate about. Yeah, just just those are fantastic. Anyways, um, <laughs> so out of those games you mentioned. Uh, what of those, um, you know, did you, I know you did play um, Death Stranding, or not Death Stranding, Outer Worlds more than once, but, like, mm-hmm. do you do you see yourself, like, sucking another, like, am I, are we going to be talking about Death Stranding and <laughs> next month, uh, or, or do you think, you know, do you think that um, I, it sucked you I'm in sorry. enough to, uh, mm-hmm. no, let's go ahead, it's fine, you know what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely. Uh, one of the biggest reasons that I didn't get around to more Death Stranding is, you know, I mean, just the normal holiday busyness and things like that. But that's one of those games that I almost, I don't really want to stream because I want to be completely immersed in that world. And when I'm when I'm streaming, I have a hard time not not stopping for a second you know, with with chat or with something like that or talking about Extra Life and and maybe necessarily playing the game, you know, I, I get sidetracked easily if you couldn't tell from, you know, our conversation right now. <laughs> but that's one of those games that I want to sit down and and I just want to experience it myself. I don't... I, I want to share that experience with other people, um, which, you know, I'm I'm more than happy to do, obviously, in, you know, this podcast or 
you know, maybe while I'm playing another game on stream, if somebody asks about it or something like that. But that's one of those games, since it is so... Since it is so enticing to learn more about the world that Kojima has built, I want to be really present for that game. Mm. Uh, so, you know, this month I want to I wanna play more of it. And I've got, I have gotten to play a little bit more of it, you know, in the early early parts of this month but I do want to buckle down and and kind of knock it out and get further so it, it definitely keeps drawing me back in and it's it's drawn me into the point where like I said I just want to be focused on that I just want to you know I just want it to be me you know my PlayStation and my my TV you know I don't want to throw any other distractions into it because I want to be fully immersed in that world so yeah, it is. It has absolutely drawn me back in to want to play it a second, third, fourth, fifth time, and just keep going back and pushing more through that story and through that world and seeing everything that was put into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm also nervous about. If I play, uh, you know, Pillars of Eternity or Divinity: Original Sin, mm -hmm. like I just feel like. Yeah. If I stream something like that, but I feel like, you know, if I get stuck, you know, people will be like, oh, go this way, because I feel like those are the type of games that I actually haven't played, uh, also, um, I'm just brain farting all day today, uh, <laughs> I, I haven't really played through, uh, Witcher 3, uh, which I know I need to play, uh, and... Uh, what's that one? And Elder Scrolls Skyrim. I haven't, I haven't played it. Uh, you haven't played Skyrim? No, I, I've Have only. You told me this before, and I just blocked it from my memory. I played four hours of it, Skyrim. Um, every time I played it, by the way, um, I had, uh, <laughs> I basically like my stream broke, so. I like oh, <laughs> so like I'm I stepped away from that game and then The Witcher, like I just I play it says playtime two hours. Uh, gotcha. So yeah, those two I I feel like I need to not stream those and just like and maybe I will because like I said I with those <laughs> games and and Pillars of Eternity and and other stuff mm -hmm. um, that I mentioned like those role playing games I feel like I just need a day long of like not doing anything so i'm gonna stream like all day of the witcher or just like a, a couple hours and then you know like four to five hours or whatever and just play it and i, I just you don't mean have the time you mean a couple as in 24 hours 24 hours of skyrim bam there you go i mean there is a donation <laughs> incentive this year for extra life so just saying all right everyone donate to scouters Let's get him to that incentive goal. Okay. 24 it's, hours it's, of either Skyrim or The Witcher. Or probably you know, all three. <laughs> <laughs> if we're playing 24 hours. No. Uh, I, I just get sidetracked. I, I just, like, I oh, want yeah. I, I want a game. No, I just, I just want a game that tells me, you need to go here. And if I don't, like, figure out how to get there, I'm just, like, I'm quitting. Um, and that's what I'm nervous about, like. I feel like Skyrim is I, a little bit more go this way kind of thing. Like I get it, it's meant for sidetrack. But like I played Pillars of Eternity, 
and I couldn't figure out where to go, and I just, like, quit out of that game. I was like, alright, I'll come back to this. Um, I don't know. I, I can't speak for the for the Witcher yet. Uh, we do have it. We do own it. Um, but I haven't sat down and played it yet. Oh, you're talking crap to me, but you you haven't played it? Alright, then. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking crap to you about Skyrim. Because right. that game's been out for about six decades. And shame on you for not playing it. Um, but, you know, I can't speak for Witcher or Pillars of Light. But with Skyrim, that's one of the problems that I have as well. Um, because even when I do try to do the main quest, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to play only the story, I'm, you know, I'm going to go just main, sto- main story quest, main story quest, main story quest, and you get to the town that has your main story quest, and then you talk to two people, and they have a side quest for you, and it's like, you know what, I'll just do this side quest really quick. And then six hours later, I haven't even touched the main story quest, but I've completed so many other things and I've gotten so many more items and I've gotten all this stuff and I go, well, I'll just do one more side quest then I'll be back to, oh shoot, I've got to go to bed because I've got to work in, you know, a few hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I've never done in a while is that I just got sucked in the game so much that I lost track of time. It's been too long that I, I haven't done that. Um, Skyrim is a time machine. Yeah. That's one of the few games that I can <laughs> sit down and go, all right, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play for an hour, and then, and then into five. Yeah, absolutely, and it's so quick too. You look down for a second, and bam, you know it's. You started at one o'clock, and now it's nine o'clock at night. And you go, oh shoot, did I even? Have I breathed in the last? <laughs> did I, you know, few did hours. Did I eat? Did I eat dinner? <laughs> did, you know what? What? what in the world happened here? What's what's going on? Yeah, ex- exactly. You go, oh, shoot, I'm kind of hungry. Maybe I should, you know, it's probably getting close to dinner time. Oh, crap, I'm 20 minutes late for work. <laughs> you know. Well, hopefully not that. Um. Well, yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> if you do that, please seek help. Please, no. Um, but that's just one of those worlds that you can get so, you know, enthralled in and you can get so drawn into. And, you know, definitely... It definitely, if you like that kind of game, it's something that's great about it. You know, if you sit down and you play Mega Man X, yeah, there's there's the Dr. Light capsules to find, but you've got some bosses to beat, some levels to clear, and another boss to beat. You know, it's, it's pretty, like you said, it's pretty straightforward. You kind of know where to go next. You get the game sort of sat in front of you in small chunks. Mm. But you have fun with all of those, but there's there's a definite end game. You know, there's not 18 different paths you can go in each level. And, oh man, you know, I found this side quest here. Oh, go back and kill this other mini-boss over here. Nope, it's all in a line. And I love those kind of games. But I also love the games where, yeah, you can just get lost down that rabbit hole so easily. I just, you know what, this conversation thought of that you would probably not enjoy is Kingdom Uh-oh. Come Deliverance. I, I own it, and I do enjoy it. Oh, wow. Cause but I hate it for the same reasons as Skyrim and all of that, because it is easy to get side qu- sidetracked. Well, like, I, I, I only did, as you saw on my YouTube, maybe, um, I just record, recorded a little bit of it, but I, yep. I heard as well that, like, oh, like, you go to this guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, um, you know, this 
you know, help guide this horse to this, um, this, this carriage to this horse with the carriage to, um, you know, to the city and be like, mm-hmm. all right, you know what? Yeah. And then you get sidetracked to another and then there goes in the background <laughs> trotting away and you're like, son <laughs> yep. of a gun. So like, that's, I definitely want to get back into that one too, is that I think I need a few hours of like a, another five hour day of playing that game that's another one that i could just like all right you know maybe stream it because you know if i get lost or whatever people could help me or whatever yeah which yeah. i don't my mind my first introduction but... yeah oh yeah absolutely you know sometimes you don't want people backseat gaming but there are definitely some instances where it's required yeah. like i was watching somebody the other day and he was playing a game that he'd never played before and I'd, I'd played the game years ago, and he asked a couple questions, and I knew him. And, you know, I, there was a point where I went, um, do you mind if I say something? And he said, yeah, no, absolutely, go ahead. And I, I gave him kind of a, a hint to where he needs to go next with it. And, you know, I didn't just straight up tell him. I asked him in the first place, but I was able to sort of guide him in that way. You know, I asked permission, like I said, but... Um, yeah, my first introduction, kind of like you were talking about with the carriage just walking away, my first introduction to Kingdom Come, I it was some YouTube video. I can't remember if it auto-played while I was doing something else or I checked it out. And they were talking kind of about the level of realism and the um, example that they used is there's some, like, castle or some, some city or something that you you're supposed to like somebody that you're working for they want to destroy that castle they want it's like part of a battle they need to do and there's so many different ways that you can approach it you can actually go into that castle or whatever it is join the group that's in there and kind of infiltrate it from the inside but you've got to do everything that that group does you know you've got to um i don't remember what it is i can't remember if it's like a a group of monks or if it's a group of soldiers or something but you've kind of got to do i haven't played this mission because i haven't gotten that far in the game but you can either go in there and you can just kind of you know kill the main leader or whatever and then let the the troops come in or you can go in and you can join that group but you've got to kind of do their daily routines and do their daily tasks or you're going to fail and that can take hours like literal hours of gameplay if you want it to or you can jump into it, and like I said, you can just not do anything and then fight the, a big, massive battle. And, you know, that sort of lends to, like you said, when you go to do something else and talk to someone, the rest of the world doesn't just stop. You know, that carriage, it didn't just sit there and wait for you to be done with whatever you're doing, and, oh, you can come back to it later. It kept going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, again, I just... All of those games I mentioned, I think I just need... Maybe do events on a stream of, hey, I'll, I'll stream Kingdom Come for five hours or whatever on the Saturday, um, you know, kind, of, kind of thing. Or whatever. Like, that's a good idea. Um, I don't know. It just, there's a lot of games in my backlog right now. This is also why I shouldn't buy games right now. And... Uh, don't say that out loud. It makes me sad. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I just think of everything that I want to buy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But if I buy one, then then I'll be like sucked into that one, and I won't be playing the games I've been mentioning. 
Why do you tell these truths? Why must you speak of these horrors? Uh, another game that. Sorry, we'll we'll move on to the questions. I swear. <laughs> another game. One more. One more game. Uh, Undertale. I just got from Alamo <sighs> Cinema. Who he probably. Yes. But I'm nervous about it. Like I'm like. I know it's like one of the best indie games that was mm-hmm. released in a while, probably since Minecraft. Let's be real. Like. Undertale is, you know, really popular when it came out. Um, uh, I, I'm just nervous about it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll, maybe I, I, I'll, I'll try to maybe play it uh, one time and see if I like it, and then maybe I'll play it, but I don't know. You know, funny story about that. I just picked that up as well over the holiday because mm-hmm. they had a sale on it. Yeah. The only reason that I have not played it is because for whatever reason, and if there's somebody that's listening to this podcast can help me figure it out, I can't get my Switch to stream correctly. I get mm-hmm. super low FPS, and that's one of those games that I really want to play it, but I really want to stream it as well, mm-hmm. but I just can't get it to work with my with my stream, so I haven't even played it yet, and I really want to play it. Same with Cuphead. Um, that one I've been playing a little bit more, though. But I picked both of them up, and I started playing it, and I really enjoyed it. But I want to stream it to play it more. But I, I, I can't do it, because my my uh, setup, for whatever reason, is being being frustrating and difficult. Yeah. That's another game that, like, I think, I think I played it last month, Cuphead. And, like, mm-hmm. I was like, man, it doesn't look that hard. And they're like, all right, you play it then. I was like, oh, right, it is actually this hard. Yeah. But but it's like it looks so simple. Re- yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just it's a side scroller. It's a platform. I've played Mario for years. You know, we had a Super Nintendo growing up. I played mm-hmm. a ton of Mario over at my grandparents' house. We had a Nintendo. You know, we had an, a regular NES. Had Super Mario Brothers on it. Played that. You know, for I couldn't even tell you how many hours I've played Mario. Oh, I can take on Cuphead. And then you know, I did. Like I said, I started playing that one a little bit and go. Okay, all right. This is a little more difficult, you know. And I've played Mega Man too. It's one of, you know, a really great series. It's definitely high up on my list. Um, I actually have something possibly planned for Mega Man, but speed running. Um, huh? Nothing. What did you say? I said speed running. <laughs> did you say speed running? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because um, that's not my goal, but huh? Because of AGDQ just happened this week. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's true. But it's funny that you say that because I remember as a kid, Mega Man X, um, you know, I played it a lot. We had a Super Nintendo, played a lot of that, Donkey Kong Country, you know, a bunch of other games on the Super Nintendo. Great games, really great games. But I would try to see how fast I could beat Mega Man X. And, you know, I'm nowhere near what the, the speed runners now. I don't even know what the world record for the first Mega Man X is. Um, it's probably like three minutes or something. <laughs> I know it's not that low. Um, but I hear you're probably looking it up. Oh, I'm yeah. about to look at you. <laughs> um, but I was excited when I could 31 game minutes. 31 minutes? Yeah. Man, I was excited when I first was able to beat that game in under an hour <laughs> which you know i mean obviously by somebody beating it in you know 
almost half that time, it's, you know, obviously nowhere near, but as a kid, you know, it was something, it was fun, it was a fun challenge, and I, I completely understand why, you know, people like the speed run, um, but, but yeah, you know, going back to Cuphead, you know, I've played Mega Man, how is it any different than Cuphead? It's just a side-scrolling platform that's a shooter as well, and then, like you said, you get into it, and you go, oh man, this is tough, this is difficult, but it's a rewarding difficult. You know, when when you complete a level, which I haven't completed that many, by no means get ahead of yourself. Um, I've, I've completed only a handful, but when you get to that, you have a real sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and there's not too... There, I don't want to say I'm never... Um, I don't feel accomplished when I beat games, but there's some games where, you know, you just kind of mill along and you get through them and you, you beat it and you go, oh, that was a really fun experience. But almost every level that I've played in Cuphead, when I've beaten it, you kind of take a, a breath of relief and you go, wow, I was able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you really kind of get that, that sort, of, sort of pride that goes along with it because it is on the more difficult side. But if you sit down and you focus, you know, you can beat it and then you know that, hey, I was able to kind of pick apart this game and get through that that difficult section and i was able to beat it i did that yeah yeah same same thing why resident evil 4 is number two is that i just mentioned this too that if any game is speedrun i would think it would be that one uh because okay i I don't know why but also like i played it you know right when i got it pretty much right around the release time um Mm -hmm. It was basically, um, I, I played it for a while, and then I just got to a point, um, I don't know his name, so I have to look it up. Um, have you played Resident Evil 4? Um, I borrowed a GameCube from one of my friends, actually, solely to play Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, and he also had game uh, Resident Evil 4 on it, mm-hmm. and I played it for maybe an hour or two it wasn't really my my jam at the time um i never really got into the resident evil games too much i think the only one that i've beaten i want to say it was five do you remember which one was which one was set like in africa oh man whichever one that was that i think was the only one that i i played start to finish and actually beat i don't dislike them it's just never really been you know a strong suit i don't i I do have uh, a friend had bought the Resident Evil 2 remake or remaster or whatever it was, and I do want to play that one again. Oh, maybe I'll finally get into that one. I'll stream that one sometime. Yeah, that's another one I want to pick up too. That I just yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should play all the Resident Evils, but I feel like. Um, hey, there's this another 24-hour stream for you. Bam. All right, people, <laughs> let's start getting to donating. <laughs> Scatter seven one five. Let's 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 hit all of those. Incentives. I heard I heard this. Some of them were terrible, so I don't uh, know if I want to play. But anyways, like I'll uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, in in all honesty, the that one that I did beat, um, when it gets to the end, it just kind of, it kind of dropped off, and I, I I wasn't very happy with sort of the last probably quarter of that game 
Uh, but yeah, I can't speak for the other ones because I remember we had Resident Evil, the original Resident Evil 2 on PlayStation, and I just, I played some of it, but I didn't really get too much into it. So yeah, I can't speak for the other ones, but that would still be a good incentive to play, you know, all of those, the, the good and the bad. See how far you can get in 24 hours. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> that also means I gotta buy all of them. Ah, uh, you Might know. be a pretty expensive. I that, think yeah, that, that's fair. One of them is also being re-released to... Uh, yep, number three, they, yeah, they three. just announced uh, recently. I can't remember if it was the Game Awards or what, but yeah, they announced that they were remaking three, yeah. which I, I feel like I remember hearing sort of mixed things on it. Some people really liked it, and some people didn't yeah. like it, that's but you're going to have that with just about any game. That's probably why they're remastering it, so they'd be like, you know what, just making it better. Yeah, true. True. Um, but what I was saying for Resident Evil 4 is, like, I got to um, Jack Krauser, where, like, he, like, deforms into, like, this wing kind of thing on his arm. Uh, and, uh, like, I got to that point, and I I just couldn't beat him. Uh, oh, he has, it says mutated with arm blade, as I'm, like, reading <laughs> the fandom thing oh, Jack yeah. Krauser, but anyways, um, like, when that happens, uh, I, it took me for, like, I can't, I couldn't beat it, and then I was talking to my friend, I was like, yeah, Resident Evil 4 was great, but I didn't, you know, until, <laughs> I, until, like, I tried to beat Krauser, and, uh, I couldn't beat him, and he's like, I beat the game, I was like, no, you're lying to me, because that, he's, <laughs> he's impossible to beat, he's like, no, just, uh, you just upgrade your SMG, and then you just knife him because, like, there's a, like, he, like, kneels to the ground when he's, like, injured. And then you knife him. I'm like, get out of town. That sounds so silly. <laughs> like, why am I knifing a guy? Um, but, no. I, you know, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll try it because I, I want to get this game done. And guess what? I did it. I us, up, upgraded my SMG and did what he said of knifing him. And I beat him. I was like, "Oh my god, I I need to beat. I need to finish this game." And I and like I mentioned on stream today too is probably the one of the first games I ever finished beating. So like wow, nice. that, you know, that satisfaction of like you know, it, it at least took me at least probably five years to complete that game. Like and just really well done when I did, you know, just really great game. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, it's just one of those games that I definitely I I just love the horror in it, and then yeah, I think I would I would love to go back to play the other Resident Evils. Um, yeah. Maybe I could you know look around of research of which ones I should avoid. <laughs> uh, I'm um, sure you can find plenty of that information online. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyways, uh, so. Uh, we're we're getting into an hour now. I apologize. Uh, so let's 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 skip one of these questions. So what okay. what what game are you looking forward to this year? It's twenty twenty. What game are you looking forward to? Um, I think this will be a pretty obvious answer, hmm. uh, probably to you and probably uh, a lot of people. I don't know. Um, but, hmm. um, it's it's definitely Solitaire Two. Absolutely. I know, down. right? Like Solitaire that, 2. That game looks fantastic. I, I, I can't believe they took everything that worked in the first one and they turned it into Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
No. Um, yeah. I, the, anybody who's talked to me for more than probably five minutes uh, will, will very quickly learn that one of my favorite game series is Final Fantasy. I, I really like the, the vast worlds they have. I like RPGs a lot. I like JRPGs a whole lot. And Final Fantasy VII is such a mixed bag. Um, <clears throat> the more I see about it, the more they draw me in, but also they make me more skeptical. Because this isn't just taking the Final Fantasy VII that any you know child of the 90s played and, and loved and fell in love with and maybe, you know, for me it's the first RPG like JRPG game that I ever remember playing and I want to say other than like Mega Man X or Donkey Kong Country or um, you know, even Mortal Kombat or something it's the first, I want to say um, for lack of a better term feature length game if that makes sense that I beat, you know, and by feature length game, I mean, you know, Mega Man X is a good game. It's a solid game. It's, it's almost perfect in every way for the type of game that it is, but it is in, in kind of grander terms, it's a relatively short game and it, it's very fun. There's a whole, you know, I've spent so many hours in playing that game and I loved it to death and I still love it. But you're not getting, you know, 40-plus different hours in that game. You know, you can put 40 hours into that game trying to get better, trying to get, you know, faster at beating these levels. Or maybe, you know, when one of the best things about playing a new Mega Man X game is finding out the boss order. You know, because each boss is weak to some weapon of a different boss. And for anybody who hasn't played Mega Man X, um, first of all, you should go play it. But yeah, basically, when you beat a boss, you get their power. Um... But you can only do so much with that, whereas Final Fantasy, that world is so massive, and you can do so much in it that you can be enthralled for hours. Um, they are almost, in a sense, flipping that on its head. They're kind of changing up the, the battle system. Um, we haven't really seen too much on the summoning system, but with the pre-order bonuses that they've talked about, it sounds like it could be slightly different. Um, but so, yeah, like I said, I'm kind of skeptical and they've talked about it, that this release isn't going to be the only game and it's not going to be all of Final Fantasy VII. They're doing it in multiple parts. Um, so that's another thing that's kind of making me a little more leery on it, mm -hmm. but overall, yeah, definitely for me, for that, the, just even the nostalgia of it and the memories I have of playing that game which, you know, I, I just beat that one again on stream oh, middle of last year, towards the end of last year. I don't remember exactly when I did it, but I, I played it start to finish for the first time in, in years. I, I picked it up every once in a while and played it some, but I never fully beat it. And to go through it again and kind of experience it again, I mean, that was near the beginning of the year. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Mm -hmm. Uh as as is the theme of today's episode. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's definitely my number one for this year. And there's some other games that I'm excited about. 2020 should be a really good year for games. Mm -hmm. But to talk about number one on my list, and I'm excited because that one comes out 
uh, I think March 5th, I believe, Third. the release date. It's on my birthday. So it's, it should be even really, it's uh, the greatest of it. Is A great introduction and, for you. A great And I'm turning 30, so. <laughs> no. See, God, uh, even better. Old. Even better for you to pick that game up. No. But yeah, um, yeah it's I definitely haven't played my... any of the Final Fantasy, so. Oh, man. See, that hurts my be, soul. I shouldn't be talking to you now. We're not friends <laughs> now. <laughs> no, I'll still I'll still keep you there, right. um, but no, yeah, for 2020 that's definitely top of my list. I'm I'm really excited. I'm really upset that the the old like the biggest collector's edition version of that costs an insane amount of money. And even as much as I love that game, I can't bring myself to paying that amount. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I want it, I, I want to say it's over three hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. But like you get a sculpt, you get a, a a figure with it and stuff like that. But but anyway, I, I digress. Um, yeah, that that's definitely my twenty twenty most excited. And like I said, I'm glad I don't have to wait till near the end of the year, which I have another huge excitement about that. But that's not game. But that's not a game. Um, that is a console. But that's that's all that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, definitely number one for 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we can just wrap it up there. We know that your uh, biggest uh, excitement is Final Fantasy VII Remake, so uh, well. let's wrap this podcast up. All right. <laughs> Thanks for everyone for watching. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, th- that's mine. Uh, how about you, Scouter? What I, is I your I, most anticipated? I don't know. I don't, it's the same thing. <laughs> I think it's Solitaire 2. Uh, <laughs> it's so know. enticing. I, I don't I know think how they did such a great marketing scheme for You it. could probably take a shot in the dark, and you could probably guess <laughs> which one. <laughs> Hang on. Sorry to cut you off, but are we both that predictable? Basically. I think it's okay probably it. because, like, one of our <laughs> top favorite game series is being released <laughs> the same year. So that doesn't help. Uh, and what would that game be, Scouter? The Stanley Parable. Ultimate Edition. <laughs> but wait. You said that game's already come out. You love that game. What do you mean Stanley Parable's coming out? The Ultra Edition. So, oh man, they just... I never thought in my entire lifetime i scream at a game release trailer until then Stanley Parable Ultra Edition said, hold my beer, and and basically... We got you, we got you. I, I was literally like... I was like, ah! I was like... Man, I'm so excited. <laughs> and then, you know, it was actually supposed to be released 2019, and then they... they oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they made a video of saying, like, oh, it's going to be released in 2020. And I was like... <sighs> but it was kind of <laughs> funny, like, if you guys saw the trailer, it was, and I recommend because it's just brilliant. Um, it was like, oh, you know... This is the story of a man named Stanley, and th- that's it. And we, um, you know, put it away in the ve- in the vaults, and um, uh, we released it on consoles. Wait, we didn't? And they, you know, kind of was like, oh, hold on. And then, you know, <laughs> thank you for also nominating us for um, this, you know, for being the be- best narrative, and is saying, like, and it had clips of, and this year, for the best narrative, is The Last of Us, The Last of Us, The Last of Us. Papers, please, The Last of Us. And uh, they're like, oh, wait, Last of Us is coming out in 2019? And then 
Last of Us is, as you heard, also got delayed till 2020. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Stanley Parable now being released in 2020. So it's kind of like funny, like they're still going to be released <laughs> uh, during the Last of Us uh, new yeah. game as well. So I honestly, I, like I said, it's it's my number three favorite game. It's a game that's not meant to be a game, but it just it just entices you to be like, Oh, you think you're a gamer? Well, like, screw you. You know what? I'm gonna mess with you like so hard. Like you can, you can, you can't even cheat in that game without like getting away with it. Um, yeah. That's that's just how integrated the Stanley Parable is. It's just, and I and I buy my game, my friends that I I don't know how much I gave Stanley Parable to all my friends. Like literally, like, oh, like. For you, you're like I was like, do you have the stand playable? You're like, no. I was like, now you do. And <laughs> I am a I am a victim of scouter's generosity. Yeah, literally and I am better for it because like <laughs> it like you you need to be a gamer. Like you can't call yourself a gamer if you don't whoa, have this. Whoa, whoa. The Stanley whoa, Parable. Whoa, whoa, whoa there. Hey, whoa there. You made all these insults this this <laughs> the beginning of this podcast, so it's only fair. Uh, no, like honestly, like play, there's even a demo of the Stanley Parable. So like, uh, like remember when games had demos and What's and that's a demo, right? Like you so, mean that class that I play in Battlefield every once yeah. in a while, the demolition class? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, you can blow stuff up. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's just I'm so excited, and you know. I, I just I'm just looking forward to it. Like the Ultimate Edition is saying new rooms and stuff, and I'm like I'm ready. And then yeah, it'll be released 2020. So I don't know, probably early spring they said, um, which I don't know when that is. But I'm just yeah, if they're you know what, if the developers aren't ready for that game yet, I'm fine with it. But I'll I'll wait and then. So that's pretty much the only one. Uh, I'm just roaring to go because i bought pretty much all the other ones from them um if you haven't also played um what's the other one uh it's a it's a short one but um uh do, 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 do you think i know uh <laughs> <laughs> call uh, yourself a gamer yeah call myself a fan of <laughs> uh but um yeah i'm just having trouble today i'm trying to think of stuff but um anyways just um well uh, while you're trying to figure that out yeah how how would you feel and how very stanley parable would it be if they released you know stanley parable ultimate edition basically kind of what's it sounds like is essentially stanley parable 2 and the entire game was the exact same as the first one. Oh my, I'd be pissed. I'll, I'll just but, like. But you would still, <laughs> would you not still play that entire? Because you'd be looking for the new stuff. Yeah. You would scour. You know, I bet you they're gonna inch. do that. I bet you. Like you would scour <laughs> every inch of that world, looking for the new room, the new computer, the no, new this, the new that. And they would draw you in so well, and then just pull the rug out from under you, you know, 
Yeah, I highly doubt they'll actually do that. But I'm sure a lot of it will be the same because that game is so so tongue-in-cheek, so fourth-wall-breaking that there's going to be some of that, I guarantee. Or you'll yeah. go to do something that you did in the first one and they'll be like, oh, you thought this was going to happen? Nope. Well, nope, just kidding. Even yeah. though the rest of this has been the same up to this point, we're going to throw a curveball at you. And it's not going to be what you expect. So I think the Ultimate Edition comes with the original game and, uh, you know, the new features. The Stanley Parable is actually a Half-Life 2 mod. Um, oh, and okay. Then they, I didn't know that. So, yeah, look it up. Uh, I <laughs> I mentioned this, too, that the only re- I never played Half-Life 2, and the only reason I would play Half-Life 2 is to, is to play the original Stanley Parable. Uh, but, um, <laughs> the game that I was thinking of is, that's why I couldn't think of it, is Dr. Langnastov, the Tiger to Terabi Curse Emerald, and Wormworld Heist. That's a long game. Holy uh, cow. But. I, I didn't even know you could name a game that long. Yeah, that, <laughs> Dr. Lud, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the sequel of, um, <clears throat> of. Stanley Parable, and there's another one that I can't think of, too. But that's another one of Crows, 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 who's really, you know, you could tell, like, he is, he's kind of crazy in a way, but I love it. Uh, (laughs) um, So, William Pugh, William is his name, but um, William Pugh uh, is the name. But, um, there's another one that just just oh yeah the beginner's guide that's another one it's a short game um the beginner's guide is actually kind of more of a sequel to the stanley parable um so but that's another one if you haven't played it but it's not as as well uh integrated uh the beginner's guide but um gotcha it's definitely it's definitely a mind kind of blowing game too it's it's not like it's it's a straight path kind of game, uh, walking simulator. Gotcha. But um, this at least has like a more story to it, um, and it it only lasts an hour and a half. And there's that's it. Like there's no other. Gotcha. That's why, um, you know, that's why it's a little bit. Oh, there's a soundtrack. I didn't get. I didn't pick that up. <laughs> Sorry. And um, we've lost Scouter. Getting lost in the music. I need to tab out of that because otherwise I'm gonna <laughs> throw money at it. Um, but no, and that's another thing. Stanley Parable is just great soundtrack. Uh, it's the Blake mm-hmm. Robinson. If you don't know who he is, uh, check him out too because all of his music is fantastic. And yeah, I'm, I just can't wait for that one. And. Um, <laughs> pretty much the only one I'm looking forward to and maybe cyberpunk but I'm gonna probably re- wait till that's released but um, I don't know if I'll be interested in that yeah game. I'm I'm intrigued by it but I haven't been fully drawn in yet like it seems very deus ex if you've played any of them mm. um, which I enjoyed but I I'm not as much on you know, kind of the 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 hype train, so to speak, that followed Cyberpunk. Like, I'm excited to see it, and I, I probably will get it. I probably will play it. It does look fun. Um, but yeah, it, it's not like some of the other really big releases that I've been 
sort of chomping at the bit, getting ready to play. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it was, it was hyped until, I mean, it was, it was like, probably like, like, um, uh, Fallout 4 hype, and then, and then Keanu Reeves on top, and then now everyone's <laughs> like, yes, I'm gonna buy yeah. that, let's go! Yeah. Like, I'm like, alright, it's getting out of hand, like, like, well, really? It's, it's also, it's also fallen into that trap where, I forget when it, when Cyberpunk was first announced, but it's one of those games that you heard about so long ago, mm-hmm. literally years, yeah. and then it just went into this sort of abyss of development nothing. abyss, and, you know, everyone was like, hey, you remember that one game? What was that? And then, uh, yeah, and then when they finally brought it back, everyone went, oh yeah, that game. And Keanu Reeves. (laughs) And then Keanu Reeves came out, and like you said, it just... It just kind of blew up. Almost, I don't want to say out of nowhere, because it did have a lot of eyes on it, but it uh, it definitely gained a lot more steam after that. You know, but... Yeah, I I forget when... It was was years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even but, know how long ago. Seems like forever. Yeah, yeah. It 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 just took so long to get there, and then everybody sort of gave gave up on it in a sense. But yeah, now it's back in full force, and everybody's really excited. Hopefully, for the companies and everything, and all, everybody involved, it's as good as they expect it. Wait a but, second. Uh, it's there. But, is there Overwatch 2 coming out? Oh my god, uh, Yes, they did announce that. I think they announced that at the Game Awards. Flight Maybe Simulator. might have been it. Sorry. Oh no, you're good, yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's that's one of those games I, I had fun. I actually won that through a contest. Had fun with it, but I just... Sorry, what are we talking just about? Just sort of... Huh? Which one are we talking about? Are we talking about Flight Simulator oh, or the um, other one? Oh, no, uh... Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It, but you know. All right. Sounds good. Well, I think it's a good time. If any, we've been way over past what we were supposed to. Uh, yeah, you know. What do you do? This happens. Uh, but hopefully next time will be a little bit shorter. But no promises. Me and yeah, Smoking no, no Ace getting sidetracked. <laughs> But uh, yeah, thank, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you if you want to hear more, uh, let us know. If you if you if you like something like this, uh, let us know. If you yeah, hate, give us, give us suggestions of, of comments or of uh, questions, yeah, games sure. to talk about, or even just general gaming news. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping this will become. Kind of gaming news or things that we played and stuff like that. Of, like, hey, this came out this month. Are you playing it? No. Okay. Why? Why? Like Stanley Parable. Why aren't you? Why didn't you buy that yet? Uh, you know. I'm gonna be berated. Yeah. I'm literally buying that day of recording it. Don't care. Uh, I'm just gonna play so long of it. I just can't wait. Um, anyways, yeah. Thanks. Um, and um, let us know. And hope hope this is a new change in the podcast. I think it might be a good idea and different aspect of you know games of what we played and stuff like that so i I like playing games and i like talking about games that i've played so you know i'm i'm 
I'm here to stay. Yeah, exactly. Win-win. I'm, I'm here to have, have fun. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks. And see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Take it easy. Love you.